head hit the shot from half court. MVP of all sports, coach put me in the game. You know I'm the truth born to feel bad. Competition, know the deal, coach put me in the game. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Staley and English show featuring Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English, and currently I am out on spring break vacation. But as always, as always, as always, we got to bring you a show each and every week. So Josh and Micah were in the studio. They were in the juke and... I'm going to go ahead and throw it to them, and they're going to hold down the show by themselves. Miss you guys. Catch y'all on the next episode. All right, man. It's um good to be doing another week of the show, um, the Staley and English show featuring Coach Kurtz. Um, once again, we're going to try to give you a good show. Hopefully, you can use and hopefully it can help you in your daily walk as a coach, as a leader of people, and um, hopefully it helps you out. Um, my week's been really blessed this week. Um, we're actually, um, on spring break. So all of the teachers and, 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 and coaches and educators were looking for this break and, um, we got one and we're going to try to get the most out of it. But, um, other than that, all is well, we're getting closer and closer to the due date. Um, May 22nd is sneaking up on us. Hopefully we make it that far and we'll go from there. How things been going with you coach? Yeah, great week. Great week. Always, uh, Excited for to get a little little bit of a break. Spring break started for for me as well. Obviously, today's our first day. Um, we actually got to go up to New York with Oak Hill for the Geico National Tournament. Uh, awesome tournament as always. Top eighteen in the country for for the for the uh, mystical national champion high school basketball national championship. Unfortunately, Oak Hill season ended a game earlier than we would have left, uh, lost in the semifinals to university school out of Fort Lauderdale. Um, Cheldon Johnson, actually, uh, McDonald's All-American, rolled his ankle in the first game and was not 100% for uh, the game versus university school. So it was, uh, we were a little bit short-handed and, uh, and ended up coming on the, coming out on the short end of that game. And, uh, then university school went on to play Mount Verde in the finals, and Mount Verde won it again. Uh, their fourth uh, fourth national championship in the last six years. So, congrats to them. Uh, congrats to all the teams that were in the tournament. Um, and as always, great job by the tournament promoters and everybody involved in it for sure. Yeah, that's a good deal. Um, so, who sponsored it this year? Was it Geico or is it is it still Dicks? Yeah, yeah, it was Geico this year. This was their first year. Dicks, I guess their uh, their uh, their sponsorship deal ran out, and uh, I think Geico came in and offered uh, offered the tournament promoters an even better uh, sponsorship deal. So they did a great job. Not much changed. Um, everybody stayed in the same hotel. It was still the same marketing group that took, that uh, handled everything. 
And actually, but the one thing that did change was the championship game was actually at Christ the King this this year. Normally, in years past, the championship game has been at Madison Square Garden, but all three rounds this year were at Christ the King. But it was it was cool uh, to see um, a lot of these guys who who've played in it before. Um, how much this tournament really means to them, and uh, they came back to watch uh, Colin Sexton, Jaron Jackson. Michael Porter Jr. and and Chante uh, Porter all uh, all were back there uh, checking out the tournament because it, it it really is a cool event for sure. Good deal, good deal, man. That's that's pretty cool. I know R.J. Barrett was a handful for whoever played against him, but shout out to Oak Hill on another great season and being one of the um, gatekeepers of um, what it means to be a nationally um, recognized um, program. Today's show, we're going to get into. Um, talking about how well do you know your players a lot of times as coaches we struggle to connect with the young folks or the people that we're leading period um because we just simply don't know them well enough sometimes the connection could just simply be be knowing who the person that you're coaching is like a lot of times um coaches don't go out of the way to make sure they know their players and i'm a firm believer in when you know the people that you're leading you know what you're leading, you have a better chance of um, um, adjusting and modifying your 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 coaching tactics and strategies to get the most out of that type of person that you're leading. So um, we feel it's very important to um, really know your players. So how well do you know your players? Mike, I'm going to let you get started on this topic, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, we've talked, to, we've talked about it a lot in previous shows, maybe not exactly the same topic, but... I mean, kids are different nowadays, and just because you have the title coach in front of your name doesn't mean that they're just 100% going to buy in and do everything that you say just because you are coach. And and the old saying is 100% true. Uh, Kids, athletes, they, they, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, and 100% 100% today's generation of, of, of players and athletes and kids, they, you need to be able to develop a relationship with them before you can take your leadership and your coaching style to the next level. And I mean, I think you're one of the best around of being able to get to know your kids and them knowing not only do you want to make them a better basketball player but you want to make them a better person and uh, i mean i've learned so much just watching how you relate and change your coaching style to each individual kid to be able to figure out what makes them tick and be understand hey is this a kid that i can really get on and coach hard or is this a kid that maybe i need to find other ways to motivate and he's a kid that's gonna go into a shell if i if i call him out in front of people and that doesn't mean you're being soft on them, but you're gonna you're gonna coach them differently, and and I think all of us as coaches, that is that is the art of coaching, and it's uh, being a basketball coach or a sport coach. You can know all the X's and O's. You want what you can can be the best X's and O's guys, but if you can't relate to your players, uh, you're not gonna get the best the most out of your team. And from a strength and conditioning aspect, I mean, I can develop the the, the absolute best most sophisticated athletic development strength and conditioning program. I can uh, have all of the best strength and conditioning technology, but if, if, if my athletes 
don't believe in me, if they don't believe that I want the best for them, then I'm not going to get everything I can out of them. And so we as coaches, that's, that, I think that really is as big, if not bigger, than understanding the game that we coach or understanding the body and strength and conditioning if you're a strength coach. And I think that's something that makes you really big coach daily. I think that's something that uh, really makes Coach Smith and, and Coach Brian Mullen and Coach Buckhannell and Oak Hill really, really, really separates them because they're in such a they're in such a unique situation where year in and year out they're getting almost an entire new team and you need to very quickly be able to get to know your players and figure out what makes them tick and figure out how to coach them to maximize their potential and they do an unbelievable job of that very quickly because they get new many new kids every single year and I mean I've seen I've seen just over the years with other sport coaches that have come in uh, at schools that I've done at that have, that are very good coaches but they just come in and really just want to just want to impart their will on the players before really developing a relationship with those kids and a lot of times that makes those kids uh, step back and be standoffish and I think we when we talk about getting to know your your players it's not about just becoming friends with them but it is getting to know them and figure out uh understand where they come from understand their home life understand uh their what where they how they've grown up and being able to figure out from there how you're going to deal with them and coach them and, and get them to be able to grow no doubt no doubt i think it's very important something that i go off of um you have to reach before you teach and um you can look at you can look at reach in any figuratively um manner you want to you can look at it as reaching the person or you can look at it as reaching out to the person but you have to reach before you teach and all coaching is 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 teaching the the, the bulk of coaching is teaching but you get the most out of coaching when your teaching is um Preceded, um, but preceded by pardon me, is preceded by your reaching. You have to reach. For example, what what do you mean by reach, Coach? Um, some little things I watch my peers do, like know your players' names. I know that might sound cliche, or you might be like, "That's remedial." Of course, I know of my all of my players' names, but do you really know your players' names? Like, what do they call them at the house? What do they call them in the neighborhood? What do their peers call them around the school? Okay, because that's a part of reaching. Like Coach Kurtz, you literally have like a nickname for almost everyone that comes across your um your 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 weight room door door sill doorstep. Um, you either like like you call one kid K Jack. Um, you 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 call some kids by their last name. Like every you are reaching them in multiple ways. Um. Nicknames you give you give a ton of kids nicknames um handshakes like you got like fifty different handshakes with 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 fifty different kids. I can barely remember five okay <laughs> so so you have all of these handshakes, and they don't just do it while they're at the school when they come back they're still doing these handshakes and they are catching attitudes if you don't if you don't remember the handshakes all of that is a part of knowing the people that you're leading, the people that you're coaching, and reaching them. Now I've reached them, 
I can almost get them to do anything I want to do because I, I have a I have a better sense of understanding who these people are. So you need to know their names and names isn't just their first name. OK, what is their last name? What is their middle name? What is their nickname? I jokingly call a lot of my players by their middle names. Um, I have players that are the fifths, that are the thirds, that are juniors. Like you need to know these things because, you know, your player Um, where are they from? You know, where are your players from? Like, knowing where a kid comes from helps you know them even better. Like, what neighborhood do they live in? Where did they live before they came to you? Where's their family from? You know, who are their family? Do they have siblings? Do they have brothers? Are they the oldest in the house? Are they the youngest in the house? Believe it or not, are they the middle child? A lot of that has a lot to do with understanding your player and how they respond to your coaching. What are their hobbies outside of basketball or weightlifting or the sports that you coach? Because if you only know your player for what they play under you, you don't know your players. I have a player on my team, literally, that's a black belt. Okay, guess what? It was very important for me to relay that message to the rest of my team. Look, this dude's a black belt. Don't really mess with him. Like, 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 don't, don't, don't try him because you, he might hit you with a pressure point that I can't get off of you before um, the ambulance get there. All right. So it's, <laughs> it's very important to know what do your kids do outside of the sport that you coach them in? Because again, that, that helps you know them. That helps you understand them. And believe it or not, most black belts have impeccable coordination hand-eye coordination and footwork so yo this dude might be able to pressure the ball for, um like he's like 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 i've never seen any um other team before other kid before what are their favorite teams what are their favorite pro teams what are their favorite college teams be able to talk trash about them about their squads like kids know they aren't allowed to wear cowboy paraphernalia to my um to my practices because they know I don't, I don't like the Cowboys. Mom, I have a head coach, this, I'm an assistant coach, pardon me, that's very defiant, um, and Coach Zimmerman, who wears this ugly cowboy hat with a big ball at the top of it. But I guess that's, that's, I guess that's not his fault, man. Everybody's raised differently. Um, why do your kids play? Like, find out why they play. Like, do they play just because it's a hobby? Are they really trying to go to college? Do they play because they play in honor of someone? Like, why do your kids play? And last but not least, what makes your kids smile? You know, a lot of times we take the, the, the element of laughter and smiling for granted, okay? Um, people are always saying, oh, man, coach, you're always frowning. You never smile. Well, I think I smile a whole lot, and I think I laugh even more, Um but like what makes your kids smile? Can you can you make them smile? Can you make them laugh? Can you find their funny bone and bring them a little extra joy? Because in sports, it's not all going to be smiles and laughter. Sometimes it's going to be hard days. Sometimes it's going to be tough days. Sometimes it's going to be dark days. And you have to know your kids on a level where you can reach them. Okay? Because teaching is nothing if the reaching isn't there. And, and if you reach them before you teach them, you get so much more out of the lessons that you give them. And, and Coach Kurtz, I know you get this all the time. Like kids are always calling back for advice. I've seen on social media where one young lady was like, look, I'm a female in the game. So they, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to work extra harder. And your response to her on social media was you are a legend. You're a goat. You're going to be the greatest at this. And that meant so much to that young person. So because you have already reached them and um. 
I think a lot of times we don't get to know our players very well because we don't reach them. And if you don't reach them, those players are going to close off and not tell you some things that you they wouldn't they would they usually would not um tell anyone else. Um so and some some of those things you might not want to hear, but once you reach your players, they'll open up and tell you anything, man. But um I'm gonna kinda of start right yeah. there before I get to my next point. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean I love what you said. I mean for this, for any for anything that whether you're you're a coach or you're in business or whatever profession you're in, I mean if you, learning people's names, calling people by their name, whether it's their nickname, their first name, their last name, but but knowing people's name is so so big for for, for getting that personal connection and them feeling feeling like they're a part a part of something and they and having them have some worth. I mean, there's um, a a good friend of mine. He's uh, he runs Burn Boot Camp. Wesley Newsom, unbelievable. Uh, fitness instructor and he's got like three four hundred members and he says one of the biggest things he, he does within the first within the first time a new person comes to his boot camp he learns their name and calls them by their name and he says i mean he probably some stat that he read about how much more people feel a sense of endearment when you call them by their actual name and learn their name quickly and i mean so me being a strength coach and having a lot of athletes come through the door, I mean, it's something that I definitely make a, an extreme effort to learn all of their names. And whether you're, whether you're obviously, if you're the basketball coach, you don't have that many, you don't have that many athletes that you have to learn. But if you're the, if you have a big program like Coach Staley does, where he's got 15 kids on the varsity, 15 on the JV, 15 on the B team, and then another. 15 in the middle school program. I mean, a decent amount of names, and to be able to learn all those, if you can, if you can learn your middle school kids' names while while they're in seventh and eighth grade, that's going to make a huge difference yes, in sir. them wanting to come play for you and being a part and feeling like they're a part of something that's already going on at the high school level. And I mean, I think that just something little, like you said, is learning people's names makes a huge difference in calling calling them by their name um, just makes them feel a part of something for sure yeah and don't be ashamed to ask kids what their names are i do it all the time we've started our middle school workouts and i'm like tell me your name papa i'm going to call you a term of endearment until i really get your name down it might be papa it might be daddy it might be big daddy it might be son son it might be big time and then once i master your name and i know it You've I've already connected with you on such a level. You're probably wanting me to call you one of those terms of endearment more than your actual name. And and, For sure. and, and give your kids nicknames. It's OK. And make them earn those nicknames. I got a kid they call um little boo in my program. And I told him I'm not calling you boo because big boo does what he's supposed to do. I'm not calling you little boo until you earn it. So I was calling him Robert the whole first part of the season. And he actually earned me calling him Lil Boo, and now he's catching dunks off the backboard with two hands as a freshman. Shout out to yeah. Coach! Shout out to Coach Kurt's strength program. Most people think bounce just comes from oh he gets older. Nah, he's catching the ball off the backboard with two hands as a freshman, and he's not a six five freshman. He's only six one and a half. So I yeah, mean, I had a good day. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to shout out to his father too. I mean he yeah. uh, he, he he he's pushing him, and I remember. 
the uh, the first day of uh, in summer workouts, he showed up and there were I think it was a open week. Really, you guys, you know, the high school guys, had just gotten done with uh, with really the hard the hard um, month of June where you had practices and workouts, and I think you gave them an optional week of coming to workouts and and he showed up and didn't know anybody that was in there, so he called his dad and was like, hey. There, no basketball guys are in here, and his dad came up and was like, "I don't care. This is coach, you're working out with Coach Curse. Get in there with him." And I mean, so his dad's been right. his, his dad's been awesome, been supporting everything that we do. And I mean, I think that kid's going to really be special for sure. Yeah, I think he's going to really blossom, man. But I think you're getting to know your kids. Something else I try to go off of is something I call the like the elements of um of peace man like when you're coaching you gotta have like i make up little stages to help me get to better points with my kids and one of the biggest things one of the steps um the elements of peace i i i do it like this um the first step is acceptance like accept the kids that you coach everyone's not going to have six eight all americans everyone's not going to have a six two tweener that can dunk it play defense and shoot the three um accept it and when you after you accept the kids that you have you grow to understanding them because i've accepted you for who you are now i'm starting to understand exactly who you are and once i understand who you are i'm going to start to respect you because i understand why you don't want me to walk on your grass okay because you put a lot of time into taking care of that grass so now not only am i going to accept it not only am i going to understand it i'm going to start respecting who you are, not just as a player, but as a person. Next, after you learn how to respect someone, I do think you begin to care because respect turns into care, okay? Like this dude left his jacket. I respect how hard he works. I know he needs his jacket. I'm not just going to leave it there. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to put it away until he comes back. That's actually caring for someone else. And then you get to that last stage. Most of us never really get to because you have to be a real person to get to this. It's something called love. Okay. After you really learn how to care for someone, you learn how to love them because you're starting to put that person before you. You're starting to see what helps and benefits that person and you sincerely care for that person so you begin to show love for that person and have love for that person and as coaches when you do when you follow these um elements of peace you um enable yourself to invest in your players and the more you invest in something the more you're going to know about it because if you're doing stocks, you're not going to invest in stocks you don't know about. So it's the same way with your players. If you're going to invest in your players, you're going to know more and more about that child. What are their reading levels? Is it a, are you from a single parent home or a two parent home? Um, what how do you react under pressure? Because this is your investment and you want your investment to do well. So when you follow when you when you follow those elements of peace, I think it enables you to invest in the youngins that you're dealing with or the, or the young great ones that you're leading. And again, it helps you get that much closer into knowing your players because you have to know your investments. You can't just say I'm coaching and you don't even know what a guy or a young lady's favorite color is. You have to you have to invest in your players, man. And um, I think that's that's really, really important. Yeah, I, 100%. I, you know, the big, big takeaway is, especially any coaches that are um, coming 
coming into a new situation, just got just starting at a new school or a new position. Um, really, really, really got to make a conscious effort to get to know your your players and and like everything that you mentioned. Learn where they're from, who their parents are, where they or are they an older brother, younger sister, whatever. Um, what what their hobbies are. Because I just have seen countless times when new coaches have come in and they were very good X's and O's coaches, but they just came in and just had a big personality and and really didn't make did really didn't make any effort to get to know those kids and just coach them like like they were all the same people and like just basically like they were like numbers on like they were X's and O's on on a chalkboard and really didn't make any effort to really uh, invest in them, like you said. And, and and there will be major pushback from your players, and you will not get the mo- get the mo- most out of them. So, um, luckily, a lot of those coaches that I have seen that have done that, they they've realized that they need to make a more of a conscious effort of investing in their players and get to know their players, but. Um, but obviously, they started later than they should have. I mean, I think if you're coming into a new situation, really, 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 really consciously make it your first concern to really get to know your players and learn about your players and show them how much you care and how much because you care about them. That's how you're gonna. That's how you're going to um, enable them to to maximize their potential and be the best and reach their goals. But if you just come in, uh, and even I mean, even I mean, if you're an accomplished coach, really, you still can't just come in and say, "Hey, I did this, I did this, I did this, I'm this, I've won all this, I'm the man," and expect your players just to say, "Okay, well, I'm all going to fall in line." Some of them will, but a lot of them won't because kids really need to understand where you're coming from and understand that you care about them before they care about all your other credentials. I mean, I think that's my biggest piece of advice and takeaway from, from this, from this podcast today is really if you're new, especially take the time to invest and get to know your players. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're already at your school and entrenched in, and you've developed a good relationship with those kids that are now juniors, seniors, sophomores, all of those new kids that are coming into your program, those middle schoolers, those those freshmen as they're coming in as trying out, really take the time to get to know each and every one of them because, first of all, those 7th and 8th and ninth graders, you really, they could be really good right now. They could be average right now. You don't know where they are in their developmental level, where they are in, in puberty, um, how much more they can, how much more they can advance. So just because a kid's not a stud as a seventh and eighth grader doesn't mean you should just write them off and say, well, he's probably not going to help me out on the varsity in the few years. Take the time to get to know those kids and you never know how they're going to develop. And that initial investment that you make in them, um, can go a long ways into them buying into what you're doing and really and really chasing those goals and working for you over those next four, five, six years. No doubt, man. No doubt. And um, you're right. I, I think that's a big takeaway from the show, man. Like, it's not about – 
all your credentials as a coach because every time you get a new group of kids your credentials aren't that very important to them the only credential they care about is how are you going to help them get to where they need to be and um those investments are huge you know we got we got three seniors right now two of them has either already committed or signed well actually two of them already committed and we've we we i actually got a phone call today about the third one who's probably about to find a school he's about to go to the why it's so important for me for my guys to go to school is because so I, I'm so deeply invested in them. I just don't want to see, and it's not just whether they go to school for basketball. They can go to school for football, hockey, academics. I don't care. I want to see them move on. I want to see them get free educations, and I want them getting the most out of life that they can possibly get. And um, as we bring this show to a close, man, I just think, like, take advantage of your investments. Love your family. Love your friends. Um, just just love, man. Take advantage of every step that you can get every relationship every relationship that you come in contact with you know don't take it for granted man because life is too short hell if you yeah pay your bills and make sure everything is taken care of but if you want to buy those shoes buy those shoes you want to take that trip take that trip because this life is short but i do think it's beautiful and i think you can get a whole lot out of it man shout out to all the listeners um we're right at 2,000 downloads, so we really appreciate that. We're going to continue to put shows out to try to help and benefit you guys. And, you know, I'm going to let um, Coach Kurtz and Coach English get into the last um, shout-outs, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. So just like Coach Daly said, shout-out to all our listeners. I know a lot. the majority of our listeners are coaches and teachers. And, I mean, I truly, truly believe that there is no greater calling than being a teacher and a coach. And, uh... We all know we put in long hours and don't get paid that much. So if you're in this profession, I mean, use it. Use your calling to make an impact on all of these young people. I mean, if this is not if this is not something that you're passionate about, if you're a teacher or coach and, and you're really not investing in your kids, investing in your students, investing in your athletes and really trying to make a difference in their life, uh, there's probably a lot of other jobs where you're going to have a lot less stress and work a lot less hours and make more money. Um, so if this is not something that you really want to use to, to for the greater good, um, it's probably not the calling for you. But um, for all of you that are, are in this profession and using it to invest in our, our young athletes and our young people and, and really make this world a better place, uh, I salute you and I appreciate all of you because, like I said, I'm, I don't think there's a better, a, a greater calling out there than being a teacher and coach. So I appreciate all of our listeners who are teachers and coaches. appreciate all of our listeners who may not be teachers and coaches but are using their platform to make this world a better place for sure. Amen, amen. And um, Coach English are getting to the last shout-outs and how you can get in the conversation. God bless, man, and we'll see you all next week. Yes, sir. If you want to join the conversation, make sure to email. You can do so by emailing us at the Staley and English Show. That's the Staley A N D English Show at gmail.com. You can hit us on Twitter at the S N E Show. Um, hashtag the Juke. You can catch us on Facebook at the Staley and English Show. You could also catch us on Instagram at the Staley underscore English underscore Show. Once again, as always, keep God first. Everything else will follow. Peace.